0: Most men try to do the right thing; they pay for like drinks, or whatever. But, but an all-night-long yeah. thing like this, especially if you're long. never going to see the person right. again. I'm like, now that guy's three hundred dollars in the hole, and I'm not going out with him again. And right? but, he should have just bought a prostitute for that kind of money. That's crazy. But, yeah, but my least <laughs> would have gotten laid. <laughs> Hi! Welcome to another episode of Girls Gotta Eat podcast. So excited! I'm really excited. You're about this real one. excited. <laughs> so excited. We'll tell you what the episode's about soon. <laughs> they already know what the episode's about. I always forget that. We're like, we're going to surprise
1: you. And they're like, we read the description. Like we know oh, what it's that. about. We're always like, we have a special guest. They're like, yeah,
0: we fucking know. We saw it on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> we can read. Um, well, I didn't tell you guys, I've been bugging Ashley since day one to do an episode about money. Yes. And she, every week, tells me no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, want, I wanted to have a male guest For the Money thing. And then
0: Yesterday, we're at this event with Mouth Media. Oh, yeah. sorry, guys, we're here. At Mouth Media, powered by Sennheiser. I got to <laughs> plug them. We have an amazing media company. They're so wonderful, and they brought us together for this really cool podcast um, live show yesterday. Yeah, it was very cool, and we're there. Well, I'll we're just th- tell it. I want to tell it. Okay. In yeah, the yeah. middle of the episode, there's a hundred people in the room listening to four people give a live podcast. We're supposed and- <laughs> to be paying attention.
1: We're like children at all times.
0: <laughs> I'm texting Ashley about. I'm like on. I'm like on, H- I'm like on Hinge. Yeah. It's I just- found this guy. I was like, he looks like Prince Harry. <laughs> um. Anyways, Ashley has like half a sip of wine she looks at me and just mouths in the middle and she leans in and she's like we can do the money episode <laughs>
1: why I did it I'm so dramatic like but I did I literally like one glass of rose and then we're trying to figure out we, we're doing two episodes today we're recording two so we were like trying to kind of figure out what the other one should be and I was like in my head I'm like fuck it we'll do it like it was a, I wanted to like see your in real-time reaction while we're supposed to be being like totally silent and she was like
0: oh my god oh my god like I just came and slid off the chair
1: <laughs> no it, it is actually like when you lean in on a date and you're like I'm so wet right now <laughs>
0: Like, randomly, was like, really? Oh, my God. We have to leave. <laughs> I leaned back in, and I was like, you just got me so hard.
1: Uh, anyway, so money episode. Money episode. But
0: before we get into that, um, oh I mean, gosh. obviously, your daily reminder to tell everybody you know about our podcast and rate us and review us. But um, I want to remind everybody that I'm right about everything. Every week, the night before we record, at 11 p.m., something always happens that we can talk about in it's the pretty, intro. It's pretty crazy. Like, this happened, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs>
1: It's happening. <laughs> it's happening. Okay, so let's talk about what happened last night. Okay. Here's what's going to happen, Raina. Well, let me set it up. If you guys
0: can't tell, Ashley's in charge. It's because she's six <laughs> feet tall and I'm scared no, of her. but you're Jew. We decide, remember, we were like, what's more people think? Oh, yeah, does Jew Trump tall? We were trying to decide who
1: was in charge. People will email and they'll say, Hi, Reina," And I'm like, Do they think you're the boss? And she's like,
0: Because I'm a Jew. And I'm like, But I'm tall. So now we're like, Does Jew Trump tall? Actually, you guys, we'll do a poll on our Instagram. Does Jew Trump tall? I hate the word Trump but
1: whatever. Um okay. So last night I we went to dinner of course and it was a tar and I I get home and I'm walking my dog and I come back in and I saw that I had some text messages. And like as we all know, like single girls you're always like, "Oh my god, is that my whatever? Is that you always, We always have somebody in the mix. We always have some we wish our text I'm like, would be like Oh my god, them. is that the delivery driver for my pizza? <laughs> is that seamless? Um no, but like <laughs> you know, of course there's always somebody you're like, "Oh my god, is that him?" So I'm like, maybe that's this the latest guy, I'm like hoping, that texted me. It wasn't. It was another guy. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to show you this. And I, I told you, Raina, you need to read these like very slowly. I don't want you to jump ahead. So I got this text. And I'm going to pass my phone over to Raina right now. Random number. Didn't
0: recognize the number. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Aside from the fact that there is a beautiful naked black man staring back That's at me. That's black. Yes, Raina. He's not black? What? He's, this is a black guy. He's beautiful. You think he's black? He just looked tan to me. Are we having like a, is it the dress? Do you see the like dress? silver or purple? <laughs> this is a black guy. Like, like I don't skin. care if he's like, but I, I, I just, don't care if he's covered in stars. This body is crazy. Okay, so we'll, start. We'll screenshot it for you guys. <laughs> the text starts with, come cuddle, period. Sans PJs, please. It's very warm. And then the and The wildest body I have ever uh, Jesus Christ. Like, a, but describe the picture. I mean, it's like. Okay. This yeah. guy has like a 10 pack. He's naked and the, uh, oh my God, <laughs> the sheets are like pulled down or just like just around his penis. You can see the outline. His body is crazy. You know like You know, I love a dick outline. <laughs> okay. I'm so excited for you to read this. Okay. This is more of a demand than a request. And then he goes on to say... And
1: this was probably all in, like... I mean, I probably walked around the block for 20 minutes. So I'm thinking this guy sent these
0: sexts and then was like... And again, you don't know this phone number at all. Totally, yeah. Fuck. I'm so, so sorry and embarrassed. Met someone out last night. Agreed to exchange numbers. Realizing this is likely the wrong number. Please disregard. Like, anybody would disregard that photo. Right. So... I don't care if it's the right number or not. I would go over there. So, guys, just to recap, I've <laughs> got, like, a almost fully naked pic of, like, the
1: hottest body. Probably a stock image. Let's be real. It, it looks like a professional. This looks like a GQ photo. It, it does. It look, but, you know, never know. It could be, like, a model. And doesn't matter to me. Totally, I would go to Totally department. wrong number. So, first thing I do is, obviously, like, screenshot that and send it to everybody. Like, so many people that I knew <laughs> would get a laugh out of it. But I
0: saved it. I didn't want to show Raina. Okay. So Ashley writes back what any normal me and Ashley text should be. I'm proud of you. Yikes, wrong number. What's your address, though? (laughs) (laughs) Are you local? I am dripping with pride for you. I know. Yeah, I gathered. Apologies again. Where is 302? Girl, at least. Okay, so you're you're our zip code address.
1: He's uh, like, where's 302? And, like, did I text this to a female?
0: Like, please, God. Sure. 302 is Delaware, but I'm in Los Angeles right now visiting my grandkids. Are you in the area? By any holy shit, why are you really fucking with this guy? I, I wanted him to think he, it was a grandmother. Uh, okay, grandkids question mark. I'm in San Francisco, bit of a drive. Michael, pleasure to meet a to meet you stranger. So this guy's like, "Hi,
1: I'm Michael." After I told this guy <laughs> that I'm visiting my grandchildren. <laughs> <It's> so crazy. <laughs>
0: keep going i'm esther pleasure to meet you as well and of course ashley she's such a pervert sends all the water droplets (laughs) esther and then this dude doubles down oh my god show me you i'm still in bed and warm let's trade pics oh my god (laughs) Guys, let's just stop what we're what we're doing
1: this guy what guy here's I'm a grandmother and then is like
0: send nudes. All of That's them. All of them, because they're all disgusting. Every one of them. Are they so disgusting? Yes. Every man was like, all right, well, I'm in it. Like maybe it'll but be like a hot you're grandma. What are you gonna get? Like the small chance that it's some grand not mom. Grandma. Some grandmas are 60 and they are rocking, slamming. Alright, we'll keep going. Kevin Zeta Jones is a grandma. If that's true. I'll take some fucking naked pics of Catherine Data. Okay. Uh show me you. Okay. So show Ashley, me you. Let's trade pics, Granny. <laughs> Ashley, this is so gross. <laughs> Ashley sends a photo of a really pale, very saggy ass covered in cellulite. In a thong. In a thong. Those underwears are they're cute. I just they're like
1: hanky pankies so I just Googled like old lady ass. And, and then found the next photo.
0: Oh, this is so mean. Good night, Esther. Sorry again. Oh, this is where he <laughs> shuts it down. This is when he finds a problem with what's going on. Good night, my sweet prince. Talk to you tomorrow. No, definitely not. Love a boy that plays hard to get. Who is this? <laughs> it's Esther, silly. <laughs> what the fuck, Ashley? <laughs> Cone at the hay. Have a big day tomorrow with the kiddos. Talk to you later. You really took this to fruition. I'm proud of you. I just can't. Like, I was like, do I say
1: I'm like a boy or like, I was like, I don't want to say I'm like a young girl. That's super weird. Like, I was like, I'm going to go with, I'm a grandmother. Like, I cannot believe this guy was like, send
0: pics. Because guys don't care. That's how little they care. They're like, I'm already in this. I've already sent this to, like, a person. As long as it's a chick of an appropriate age, I'm doubling down. I'm doing this. It's 11 p.m. She might have a podcast tomorrow to talk about this on. I sent it to my good good guy friend, Bobby, and he was like, he's firing at Esther? And I was like, dead. (laughs) So you're also a Jewish old woman. (laughs) This is so funny. I hope I made you proud. I really, lot I've never, would have just let that go.
1: Like, haha, sorry, no worries. I was like, yeah, I'm going to fuck with this guy. I would have sexted with him, but you went the other route. You went the comedian I'm going to put that image in, like, Google backwards, like how they do on Catfish, and see if it's, like, a stock image or a model. Like, it doesn't look real. I want to Google
0: this dude, and fi- Let's, we should reverse look up his phone number yeah, and find gonna out what he looks Yeah, we're going to figure out who, who like, this is. Because I want to know, we should reverse image that photo. That's what I'm saying. And reverse image the uh, the phone, phone number, because I want to know who this guy is. Don't be sending me, like, Idris Elba photos, like, when you're just, like, some old-ass man. That's why he liked Esther. (laughs) This is, like, some old man. Right. What if this could be a love connection? (laughs) Oh, right. I'm not an old lady. Send him another photo later of your actual ass. She'd be like, sorry, kidding. (laughs) Okay. So... Good for me. Good for you. Never um, let a
1: wrong number go to waste. Ever. 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 Like, I, you just like, why not? Like, that was the hardest I've laughed in a while. Like, and I did it all on my
0: own. You never knew who's texting you. I'm, I'm into this. This is amazing. Yeah. I hope I can get the wrong number text later. Um, okay. What is going on with you? Um, I'm gearing up to go to a wedding this weekend. I'm super excited. It's one of my oldest friends. Uh-huh. Um, there's about 300, 400 people going to this wedding. I am probably the only person going without a date. Out of 400 people. Yeah. But you know what? I feel fine about it. Like, but, like, I, you're probably the most famous person there? I'm definitely the most famous person Like, you there. can't
1: have, like, you can't be, like, as awesome and famous as
0: us and have, like, the love of your life on your arm. It's just not fair. God doesn't give it both hands. <laughs> yes. You can't have it all. <laughs> um, I feel fine about it. I feel like, you know, I used to feel like nothing makes you feel literally more alone in the world than being alone at a wedding. Like, even if you love yourself and you're so proud of yourself, but, like, I don't know, I'm pretty happy with my life. I look good these days. Uh, yeah, you, know. you look great. Um, one of the hottest guys I've ever slept with and the worst people, like, the worst person as a human being I've ever slept with is going to this wedding, um, and he's single. Oh. And I have, like, a really nice hotel room, so. Oh, that's perfect. Yes. He lives in Paris, so, like, I ha- this don't guy, have to, This guy, this guy. He was in Paris. Yeah, okay, I know the story. We dated for, like, a, Bunch of months on and off, really some of the best sex I've ever had. I'm fine with this, and he doesn't live here, so like, there's no yeah, there's no like worry that I'm gonna like start dating this dude. And like, what like you're not gonna get attached, you know? He's a terrible person. Terrible person, amazing at sex. Is that usually how it is? For me, yes. I never met somebody that was just like such a wonderful, honest, nice person, and they just like laid it down so good. Really, hold on. Maybe we should we should talk about actually. That. One, can nice guys be good in bed? That's a good topic. One guy, I had one guy, actually, you know, I will take it back, the dirtiest sex I've ever had is one of the nicest guys I've ever dated. Ah, uh-uh. Yes, just like filthy, disgusting stuff. What? <laughs> yes, I totally <laughs> forgot about this.
1: He's not a nice guy. He's getting he's married. He's got a dark side. He's getting
0: married to somebody, Yeah, he's got some fucked up issues probably, but like mommy issues or things like that I can deal with. Yeah. Anyways, he was, yeah, nice guys can be good in bed once in a while. Okay, good to know. Um, Good to know. Like, I don't fucking know. Like,
1: I haven't had sex with, like, a <laughs> like, lot yeah, of people. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah. I, I mean, I've got to have been to so many weddings alone. I don't know. I don't feel that bad about it because I'm like, it's a party. It's open bar. Like, I'm here to party. I look, <laughs> What's I look up, a, guys?
0: I'm just here to party. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley wears a T-shirt to the wedding that says that. <laughs> Sorry <laughs> for partying. <laughs> Do you also wear, like, a mullet also when you go? <laughs> so you bring your own Budweiser? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> As she wears cut jean shorts and, like, American flag sunglasses, brings some Budweiser's, Stop make America great again. I'm just here to party. Sorry for partying. Sorry for partying.
1: <laughs> It did sound so stupid. Say <laughs> that just here
0: to party at your wedding. Anyways, look, I think that like people look at their life, and I sort of think of these like these boxes, and they're like, I want a career, I want a husband, I want like a stable relationship, I want children, yeah. I want a house, whatever. I've checked a lot of boxes. I'm really proud of. Yeah. I haven't checked the husband box, and I feel perfectly fine about that. Yeah. All right. So we are going to get into our topic today. I am so excited. I know. You're, you're really like, we need some music for this one. Money, 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 money. Money.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Crashing it already.
0: Um. Anyways, we've gotten some listener emails about this too. And I think that a lot of people have a relationship to money in their relationships. And it's just, it, it, it's probably the, it's
1: one of the number one t- it sh- like reasons for conflict in a relationship. Top three. I can't imagine anything else. That There's no higher. relationship that's just like money is not a thing in some way. Whether it's you know rich guy, rich girl. I mean, it's just like it's it's can't be ignored.
0: Yeah. Um, so what we want to talk about today is money in a relationship, not money in a marriage because first of all, we're not married, so we can't really speak to that. Um, and like combining finances and things like that. But you know, in a relationship, if she makes more money, if he makes more money, if you make the same amount of money, I think it's just like such a meaty, interesting topic.
1: Oh, I mean, yeah, it totally is. And like, I think that that's, it's something that like ask any female who's had, significant amount of time on this earth being in relationships and they've got some sort of story
0: right and I've been of the three relationships the serious relationships I've been in in my 20s and 30s I've had all three scenarios he made more than me we made the same and Mm -hmm. I made way more than him and all three of those things prevent present different challenges yeah exactly um so where do you want to start
1: oh man well let's do you want to do we have the email, or do you just want to remember what it was about? Yeah, actually, I'm going to pull screen. her up. And her email aligns with some of the stuff we've dealt with.
0: So Yeah, this email was, like, really... Ashley and I have definitely been like the breadwinners in a relationship, so this email was like speaking to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the specific email, she goes on to say a bunch of stuff, but um, the bulk of it, my boyfriend and I have different financial statuses because he is a waiter and I work in a marketing company. I'm wondering in what ways this will affect our relationship and if it is realistic to be with someone who doesn't have a quote unquote career as opposed to someone who went to college and is now working in the business industry. The harder thing is that he doesn't want to go to school. He says it's not for him. I completely understand that. But realistically, if I were to stay with him, can this really work? Did she say her age? It sounds to me like they're younger. It sounds to me like they're younger. She said that she just started this job. Right. And he, he, the school was still an option for him. It just sounds like they're like younger in their twenties. And things change. I think age <clears throat> is a really important factor in these things. The things that you want and expect from your partner at 23 are not what you want and expect at 33. It,
1: I mean, vastly different. Like I'm not even... I don't even think I was really like even looking at people as like potential A life husbands, partner. life partners, and right. gauging their financial status and career on that till I even hit like 29, 30. Like all my 20s, because I, I knew that. I knew I was just like not in any rush to get married. And so, I mean, my 20s, I'm going to date whoever.
0: I think it's interesting people that did start thinking about that at that age. And that happens. And, like, people who had probably, I would say probably mothers and fathers that told them, you know, find somebody that can be a good provider for right. you. Um, I was so focused on me and can I be a good provider for me at that age. Well, and, and that's, you know,
1: I'm not going to get too far into this, but especially for me going to school in the South, I mean, you, you call your MRS degree. Like, women are in college to get. <gasps> To get a, to find a husband, like which is so foreign to me, but I was surrounded by that so much. So I mean, I was that was never my goal. I like the thought of like a guy relying on a guy is like the, it gives me anxiety to even think about. So I, I don't know. Like I know you you are a totally different person than you were back when you were in your twenties and you were engaged and all of that. But like it's just. I'm not built like that. Like it was always like I'm going to be I'm going to be rich and famous. Like I better be.
0: Well, I was raised I don't think I've ever talked about this on the show. I was raised by a, a single parent essentially. My father lived down the street from us, but my mom and my dad got divorced when I was 4 years old. And you know, I think my mom thought she married a person that would always be successful and always support her and my dad started making some very crazy decisions about money and you know doing things like forging her name on on documents and things Yikes. like that. And my father's a wonderful person. I think that he thought, you know, I'll get out of this hole eventually. Mm-hmm. And he just didn't. And I think it was so terrifying for her. And um, eventually <laughs> my parents did split up, I'd say probably over money issues. And, you know, both of them are I've nothing. They're, they're wonderful people. I had a great life. But yeah. um, my mom didn't expect that to be her life. She didn't think that she would be a single parent with a four-year-old and an infant. Right. And so she always taught me to have an education and be able to support yourself. And I think a lot of women raise their daughters today to be like that. Right, That's yeah. a pretty modern concept.
1: It's, you. I see, I see both. I still know so many people, like, in, especially, like, in the South, because I spent so long in, in Atlanta, that, like, it's still that old school, like, you stay home, raise a family, and, like, the the guy makes all the money which is so beyond
0: can you imagine like yeah, honey can great. I have some money That yeah, sounds amazing I, I love that shut up
1: <laughs> I can't even imagine like I can't imagine not making my own money that's such a I can't even picture it like you're like what do you say can I have some money like you don't have any money
0: No, I I do wanna jump in and sort of defend power. I do wanna defend that sort of lifestyle. I do have a bunch of girlfriends, I grew up in Pittsburgh, um, which is not the South but it's the Midwest. I have a bunch of girlfriends that don't work that have kids and I don't think that they look at it as their hand is out, you know, they clean the house and they cook and they make sure everything, all the things are taken care of. They take care of their kids. And I think that their husbands think that they are contributing just as much. Well, okay. You're right. So maybe that's a good place to start. Okay. When the man makes more money. Well,
1: just that concept of like, or someone makes more money and the other person is kind of handling all these other things. And I, I think that that's how, just to start at the very beginning, I mean, that's how traditionally our gender roles are set up, that like the man... Brings home the bacon, and then the woman like cooks, cleans, raises the kids, and those things are of value. Like, let's not let's be real here. I mean, those that's that's a trade off. Like, everything's not about money. Everything's not like dollars. I mean, it's really. I, I want to definitely talk about your relationship. This is something we talked about last night. Like, like that really spoke to me about like once one person is making more money and then also doing all the other stuff. You know, like you see so many relationships where. Someone's making more money, but the other person is contributing like a lot of other ways, and it feels equal because I I'll say money is is not everything, and there's like a lot of other things that happen in a relationship that are like a value. I mean, time is money, you know? Right? Do you want to talk about something you went through? You want me to talk about what's something I went through? Yeah, we were talking about this last night too. Uh, I've never dated like a guy with tons of money, so I can't really speak to that. I don't really need that. I I make money, and I don't like somebody to just pay for me all the time. I've talked about my stance even like on dates where I feel like, why did you just have to spend hundreds of dollars on me? You don't even know me. You know, like, I, I don't know. I, I think I have a different stance than, than some some other females on that. Uh, I was in a relationship where I made more and I don't know, there's a lot of other issues in that relationship that came up. So then that kind of was like packaged into the whole thing. But it was a guy that didn't really... Mind that. Like, I don't think that that was emasculating to him. He also grew up raised by a single mom. So those he, those gender roles of, like, this man as the provider weren't, like, ingrained in him, and that was something we talked with Jared, how, like, guys have this whole, like, they've seen their dad provide for their mom, and they need to get to that point before they can even commit to a, to a woman. And it's a little different when you have a guy that didn't have that growing up. So, like, they aren't as intimidated by a strong woman. They probably pr- prefer it. So money wasn't such an issue in terms of, like, it being weird that... I made more. The thing that I guess was an issue for me was that I started to just make more and more in that relationship. <laughs> like, my career just kind of took off. And so then it was like, I want to travel. I want to do these things. And like, I want you to be, like, along for the ride. And, like, he just wasn't totally there financially, which is fine. You know, and this is someone that was a little bit younger than me. It was, it's fine. I mean, I've been when I was trying to get my career together, I was so broke. And, you know, we've all gone different stages in our life. I mean, this isn't a 35-year-old man we're talking about. It was someone that was well, that was younger. So that was the issue for me, was this, like, our lifestyles don't match right now. And so do I pay for stuff? Am I putting your flights on my miles? Like, I don't want to get into that cycle. And that was something I did sometimes. And you don't want to get into
0: that. You don't want to be like, now I'm just, I'm Delta over here putting all of your flights on my, like, tab. Right, but I think it's sort of normal in the beginning to be like, well, I can pay for this and we can do it together, or I can not pay for it and I just don't get to experience this I, at all. I
1: know. It's, it's really tricky, and that's, I think that's typically more of a thing that guys deal with. I mean- you know we both have guy friends and make plenty of money or you know our family members and things like that where the guys are like I want to go to Europe and you just have some low paying jobs like I'm I guess I'm paying for the vacation you know you see that all the time and we're going to get into that too and if guys feel taken advantage of the way that girls do when when they turn out to, when they're the breadwinner and they're paying for things to me that the my main takeaway of like where I am now is I I mean, never say never. I always say that, Justin Bieber. Um, I probably am not going to date somebody that makes significantly less than me. I want somebody that like is on my level or better. I want someone that I look up to and respect. And I want someone that wants to live the same type of life as me. And I'm not over here saying I'm super rich. I make enough to live like a very nice life. And I can travel whenever I want. And I can pick up and do spontaneous trips. And I can go out to dinner every single night. And I can pay my rent and my bills and those kind of things. And I'm really proud. I worked really hard to get here. But I just... It's the it's that lifestyle. If it doesn't match up, it's like, do you want to make a lot of money or not? Like, if you're just like kind of content and complacent with where you are, and you don't really care about traveling the world and these things, and you don't want to do fun, expensive experiences, like I just don't think we're going to work in general.
0: Right. And I think that money, lifestyle, and success are things that you brought up. All three of those things are very different. Like, I mean, at different ages, I've wanted different things. At my age, I would want somebody who could financially contribute, but. If you are successful in your field, that's also a trade-off for me. Like, maybe you don't make as much money as me, but you are struggling. You know, maybe you're in a creative field. You're an artist. Mm-hmm. You're, I don't know. Or even, like, maybe you work in a nonprofit. Maybe you do something very admirable. Maybe you're, like... That's different to me than somebody who just, like, cannot get their shit together. Yeah, there's so many different l- layers to this. It's like, and then let's talk about just being lazy. Well, that's just fucking canceled. I cannot be with somebody. Well, like, right, no. but like that
1: that's you got to figure that out on your head. You have got women have got to get to this point where and it's difficult when you're younger cuz some people just like fuck around until they're in their later 20s and then they do make it. It happens. But, like, you've got to, like, be able to figure this out. And sometimes it takes a while. You know, Rain and I are in our 30s. took a long time to get here. Like, where you're like, is this person just, like, are they talking all the time about stuff they want to do? And they're going to do this and they're going to do this. And they have this pipe dream after the next. Or are they, like, actually doers? Are they actually going to, like, do something? And, like, I think you and I both had that experience where we, like, fell for somebody and, like, slowly started to realize, like, oh, this person may never really get their shit together.
0: Right. Am I always going to be taken advantage of? Am I always going to be, like, compensating? And I think with men, there's a huge ego issue here when, like, your significant other, your partner, is always paying for things and is reminding you that they are always paying for things. And that's hard for men. And I want to hear your side of it. And, like,
1: let me, I'll just finish up. I've talked about a relationship that I was in where I made more money and, like, I didn't feel like I was paying for stuff all the time. Like, this was a person, and this is a person that I, you know, really loved a lot. And, like, I mean, he would, like, want to take me out to dinner and, like, want to do these things. And, like, it was date nights every week. I want to take you out. You know, like, kind of spending the money he did have, like, and our relationship. And so I, you did some things that, like, and you were younger, but, like, I'm sure you just cringe to think about them now.
0: Yeah, but like age, where you're like
1: fully like sugar mama.
0: Yeah, but age is like a huge, I know we keep saying this, but it's such a huge factor in this. And like it is. It's I'm almost thankful that I'm dating in my 30s now because I think it is you meet people when they're a little more fully formed in their 30s. You meet somebody that's like 35, and if they've never gotten it together by now, the chances are that they are going to either like career-wise or money-wise or just in general like their life, there's a much smaller possibility that's going to happen. When you start dating, when you're like 22, 23, 24, you're like really rolling the dice on somebody. You don't know. Right. Um, so I think it's perfectly fine if like one person's a little more successful or makes a little more money. Absolutely. I think it's perfectly normal to have faith in somebody that they are, just like everybody, going to grow up and struggle yeah. and figure it out. Um, in your 30s, people are just much more fully right. formed, and you can just make more like informed decisions. And like I don't know, keep tabs on somebody. Like, are they actually progressing in life in some way? Like, you start
1: dating somebody, they're a waiter at a restaurant. Like that girl said, whatever. A year from that is, has he done anything? Is anything changed? And also, there's also that thing of like, you might really just love somebody that doesn't really have a ton of ambition, and they are fine working as a waiter for the till the end of time. And like, that's a decision you have to make. That's probably not going to be for me.
0: Sure, but I think that like it's great that you can say that's not for me and you can own it. And I wrote this girl back and I said exactly basically what you said is just be clear about what you want and what he wants. And right. if all he wants is to be a waiter and he's super happy doing that, and he likes to talk to people, and he likes that schedule and he's comfortable in that lifestyle... Then he should tell you that, and you should tell him whether you're okay with that. And there's nothing wrong with dating somebody in the service industry. Um, There's also nothing wrong with you not wanting that either. And I think that as long as everybody is clear about what they want and that is fine. Maybe somebody is a waiter cuz they're also trying to like get another business off the ground or maybe they're just happy with that lifestyle. Right.
1: And another relationship that I had, another uh, serious relationship that I had. I we we started dating when we were young real. I mean, I met him in college. So like this was like our whole 20s of like, you know, we went back and forth. I've talked about him before. We were always long distance. We were this or we that, whatever. And I think it finally happened, you know, at that point you're like, is this, this person could make a ton of money and so could I, you were, t- I mean, 23, 24, you're like, I don't really know what I'm doing with my life yet. I mean, I, I had a, I had a sort of path, but we were both kind of always figuring it out. And then I think I had a point when I was like later in my twenties and he had kind of finally figured out what he was doing with his life. And we had a conversation about being together together and I was like, oh, we, we we don't want the same type of life. Like th- this was the guy that I didn't really love his spent. He was such a super saver. Like, I'm like, I know you have money, but he's just cheap. He was like a penny pincher, which is never going to work for me either. Um, I don't want either extreme. I don't want someone that's throwing all their money away. And I don't want a guy that like can't spend at all. Like Both somewhere of Those things middle- are scary. They're scary. And so, uh, or just like huge turnoffs. So I remember that having this moment of like, I was like, Oh my God, this guy's like just going to be really fine with like a modest, nice, little house in some suburb and you sit on the porch and drink sweet tea and the thought of it like gave me like hives like I remember one time you know he said to me like do you ever think you'd want to live in like Asheville or or Raleigh and I was like Have we met? Like, no. Like, (laughs) I live in Atlanta and it's too small for me. Like, the only place I'm going is New York or L.A. And, like, I had this epiphany of, like, you don't even want to be, like, you don't want to make a ton of money. Like, I want to, like, fly private one day and one day soon. Like, I want to live, like, a badass life. And, like, I just had this epiphany of, like, we don't want the same type of life and this is actually never going to work and so a lot of that is, tied into like how you want to live. I want to live like a nice, luxurious bomb life, and I want
0: my partner to want the same thing. So this is a concept of maximizers versus satisfiers. Have you ever heard of this before? No, hit me with it. Um, you're a maximizer, and he's a satisfier. So what this is is there's people that are. I mean, it's what it sounds like. Ooh, you want love and max- rain. It gets
1: all. <laughs> Miss, you want to maxi-
0: you <laughs> maximize your potential in terms of money, career, where you live, how you live. And he's a satisfier. He is satisfied with the status quo. He wants to live, he wants to have a, a basic job. He wants to have that job yeah. for 40 years. He wants to live in the suburbs, have his kids, and a barbecue on Sunday nights. And both, there's nothing wrong with either of those They're, lives. absolutely not. But those concepts will, those two people can never be together. Can never together. be together. You're
1: an, wow. Like, it's <laughs> like really letting this Are thing go. Sure? But it's. Clearly, I just literally explained that, but I just never put it in those terms. And like, that's so true. So, I think we want to leave you guys with a lot of takeaways in this, and that's going to be a main one. Yeah.
0: Um. I guess I can talk about like sort of what I went through. Yeah. Tell me your experience. I talk about this a lot on the show. I mean, um, you know, I was with somebody for I don't know a long time, three years. Um, who could never really like get it together. And we met when he was pretty young. Um, so there's no reason for me to ever. Expect that he wouldn't someday get it together. Yeah. After three years of being together and six jobs that he went through, it became a little more clear that he was never going to get it together. Right. But um, as I became more successful and super proud of myself for different things that I was trying, you know, I left restaurants. I went to work at a tech startup, um, and that went really well. And I kept making more money and getting more responsibility, and that stuff was super fun. I was so proud of myself to have tried something and succeeded at it. And not only did he make less money than me, but he was trying all these things and failing, I guess, for like a better, lack of a better whatever. Yeah. Um, and so I was just making more money and I was more successful. So it wasn't just the money. Right. It was the success. The success yeah. Um, yeah. And I think those two things combined were just like a horrible tornado of shit. Well, you can't, I mean, and when you are not happy with your life, it is
1: real hard to be around somebody that's just like killing it. Like right? It's just like, how do you even be around that person? Right, and
0: I don't think he wanted to begrudge me for those things, but it's they, just You normal. don't want to, yeah, but you're like... I hate myself, and right. like, her life is amazing, and it just keeps getting better. And I don't know like, what I would have done differently. Like, you know, There were so many things I wanted to do that I just paid for because it was like, I could pay for it, we could do this, and that'll be fun, or I could not pay for it, I'm going to resent you that we didn't get to do it. Either way, I'm going to resent you. Right. So I paid for a lot of things, and I think that that was... I think it was probably pretty emasculating, emasculating for him. Yeah. But he could have done other things to contribute to the relationship. So like, right. This is what I want to get into. Um, okay. So I made a little more money and I don't want to make it sound like he was like a popper and I like made (laughs) a billion dollars. Like
1: (laughs) when that was my relationship too. That wasn't like, I wasn't dating some homeless guy off the streets and I'm like (laughs) a fucking millionaire. Like there was just, there was a discrepancy there, but it wasn't like
0: crazy. Right. Well, he was also a bartender. So it was also a lifestyle, a lifestyle discrepancy. Um, I was working all day, and he was working all night. Um, So that was really tough, and I think we can talk in a different episode about careers and things like that. But um, I thought at least there were other things he could do to, like, contribute, right? So, like, there's all these – we lived together. He could have, like, dealt with bills and insurance and things like that. I think he could have, I don't know, mopped the floor once a week. (laughs) Uh, I remember saying to him, like, really nicely, like, hey, if you're not going to, like – if you're not going to do the dishes, like, could you just, like – could you run some water in the bowls so oh that when gosh. I do the dishes, yeah. they're not all crusty? Um,
1: no, do the fucking dishes. Like, I, I remember, like, uh, telling one of my exes, like, do you mind, like, helping with the dishes? And he was like, oh, God, yeah, of course. Like, you know, I'm like, there's more dishes now because you're here all the time. <laughs> like, I said it a nice <laughs> right. way, but he was like, and then he, st- and then he did the dishes all the time. I remember one time I came home from vacation, and he'd, like, clean the sink like I'd never seen it sparkle. I'm like, <laughs> okay. I'm like, now I'm ready to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's a text. That's a good You trying to fuck? <laughs> try <laughs> to
0: fuck. So every partying. Clean that sink. Um, I think that there were other things he could have done like you know he was home all day he could have made me dinner and left it in the fridge. <laughs> I all the time would make him dinner and leave him dinner in the fridge so when he came home at two in the morning he right. had something to eat in the fridge. Right. I was alone all the time it sucked yeah. and my mom at one point was like what are, what are you home alone for every day? Oh is he like at the library studying for his LSATs? Like yeah. what what the fuck is he doing? Right. Um. And that was tough and I think it just created like a whole vortex of shit and I felt all the time, like, am I so shallow that this is, like, such a problem for me? Like, what is wrong with me that I'm so empty and I feel so shitty about this? But the money stuff, actually, the discrepancy between who made more wasn't really the main issue. There was something that happened that sort of set off a bunch of situations. Some things. (laughs) Multiple. Um, And I thought about if I wanted to talk about this, but I think it illustrates what happened. So um, we... We were He was freaking out about money a little bit. This was um, a time when we were sharing an Amex account. And we both had Amex cards and we would each pay off the bills separately. But we shared the account so we could share the points. Um, One afternoon we were laying in bed. It was like a Sunday I was going to take a nap. And he was freaking out about money and paying off the card. And I said, okay, well, you know... Here's my card. Just take care of it. Obviously, I meant pay off my part of the bill. Right. Right? Like, this is, I'd been paying off my part of the bill always. Right. Um, I went to sleep. I woke up, and I had a little alert on my phone that my debit account was overdrawn, which which is crazy because I had tons of money in it. Right. And I realized that he had used my debit card to pay off not only my part of the credit card, but his.
1: Uh,
0: Right. And
1: what? it's just, it's just shocking. I mean, I've, I, you've told me this before, but it's still just like
0: I can't. What? <laughs> How do you think that's okay? And this was not an untrustworthy person. So my right. initial reaction at first was like trying to understand. What's so like, bold?
1: Because yeah, he wasn't trying to sneak around. He knew you were going to see where your money went. Right. And at first, this I was is like, just him thinking
0: he's entitled to your money. I was like, I don't understand what you did. And he was like, Well, you said take care of it. And I was like, uh, you, you knew that that's not what I meant. Get yourself out of debt with my. Right. Account. L- let's not act like I'm not smarter than you, and you can right. you can fool me out of this. Um. So throughout the day, I just got like more hysterical, and to the point where I was like, "You, you robbed me, right? Like you stole from me, right? You put you were in a situation where I trusted you, and s- I was sleeping next to you. Took my credit card, and paid off your credit card, right? Like what a horrible thing, right? So then we're in a situation where I'd already <sighs> been I'd already given him quite a bit of money. He I'd loaned him several right. thousands of dollars. So we're at a point where he owes me ten thousand dollars, <laughs> which is not a point that. I want to be at no Um, so we're not at a point anymore where like I make more money than him we're at a point where like I'm the bank right and over the next few months a lot of things happened while he was bartending where he would be going out after work and partying and drinking and taking a cab home and it's like When you are in debt, $10,000 to to your your fiance, fiance, girlfriend, whatever, anybody. Right, anybody. To Verizon, you cannot, you you don't, (laughs) you can't afford to do these things. And that turned me into a crazy monster. Which is so like understandable. (laughs) That's so wild. And like, I don't know what kind of advice to give somebody that this is happening to because. I do. Keep going. <laughs> I didn't handle it the way I should have, you know? Like he wasn't paying me back and I didn't know how to ask for the money. And every time I bring it up, he'd be like, Well, you're emasculating me. It's like, well, I don't know when Con Ed reaches out for my electric bill, I don't like write them an email back like, Oh my God, you're making me feel so small. Like I pay them. I pay them the money <laughs> like, that I owe them. The bill collector's call and you're like,
1: stop it, you're making me insecure. <laughs> <Right>? I'm triggered. <laughs> I'm triggered. <laughs> Shut Wait, up. Can you're you? emasculating
0: him. He owes you ten grand. He's emasculating himself. Right. And like I don't know what I should have done. I should have been like, well, you know, in good faith, can you give me $100 a week? Like, right. there was no even in good faith to pay me back. And at that point, I would say, like, when you are tr- truly being a taken advantage of, you walk away. Well, I, I mean, I just feel like
1: when it, it's a it's a crazy thing to need to borrow that much money from your significant other. I think you should understand when you start to get in that habit how, like, shitty that's going to make your situation. And to top it off with, like, going out and partying and doing all that stuff. Like, if someone, if my significant other got in a really tough spot, and like I had to lend them money. Like they're, they 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 better not be going out and spending money. I'm sorry, you need to stay in for a couple months and save money and not take cabs home and be partying and spending. Like that's those two things together are so disrespectful. And a, a, again, like I probably would have done the same thing if I were you. You were a lot younger. That's not going to happen to you today. And you didn't know what to. Ha- you were like engaged to this person. Like what, you probably just were being like optimistic
0: and trust like a little because was like, younger. This wasn't like some piece of garbage. Right. Like he's I trusted him. You loved. And, you but know, he, it just it – it turned me into a person I didn't like. It turned me into a person that had to say sentences like, people who owe you $10,000 can't take cabs right. home. I hated saying that. And then that you get like
1: – they make you feel crazy, which is so fucked up. So, I mean, my – I would say to anyone that's dealing with a situation similar to that, I think that's a huge red flag. I think that's a sign of things to come, and I think that that's the relationship – Ugh, I don't know. I don't know about ending a relationship when someone owes you a bunch of money. You're married to get the money back, but I feel like that's a relationship that you should like consider ending. And like, if this person really needs you in their life and they want to keep you around, they're going
0: to do what it takes to pay you back and get you back. Like, I I think that's a scary cycle to get into. Right. And when you're thinking about marrying somebody and then their debts become your debts, it is very frightening what somebody can do. And I. I wasn't extra sensitive because, honestly, I didn't know what happened between my parents at that time. I didn't know that my father had done things like this to my mother. So I wasn't being hypersensitive. I just didn't know what the hell to do. Right.
1: And I do, you know, I mean, I hate to say it. Like, the older we get, the more, (laughs) I like to say realistic, but a little jaded where you're like, oh, no, fuck this. But, like, you know, you're
0: in your 20s, you're like... This is fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. (laughs) But no matter what age you are, it's normal to be like, I love this person. I want to help them. They're in a jam. And like
1: the quote we said before, I signed up for this.
0: For some people, it probably would have been fine. Lots of people are in relationships where women make more money than men. And they're fine with it. This particular person in this particular situation didn't work for me. And I'll own that today and just look back and say, it's not for me. And I'm glad we didn't get married. And I wouldn't have liked it. And I wouldn't have appreciated it. And I don't want that life.
1: Well, but I mean, what let's just like talk about what you just said, being taken advantage of. And so there's such a difference. Like that's where you have to like really sit down with yourself and as I'm talking to the guys here too. Like let's like let's be clear. Like this is if someone's making more money and they're paying for more things, like you need to sit down and realize, do I feel taken advantage of? There's a huge difference there. There's a huge difference between I'm happy to pay for this because this person You know, makes me dinner every night, or this person is supporting me in these other ways, or this and that. Like, let's, there's a ton of things in a relationship that hold value, a ton. Is this person just bettering my life in some other way? Are they saving me time in some way? Like, there's all these things. And so, But then there comes a point where you're like, wait a minute, am I just like fully carrying the relationship on my back? Like, am I being actually taken advantage of? Like, is this person living with me and like not even paying a utility bill? Like, are the, what's going on here? And I think that's like, sit down and fucking write it out if you need to. I mean, I think that's where it comes down to. And we had this conversation of like, do guys feel
0: taken advantage of the way that women do? I'm like, I think so. Well, I think that it's not really talked about a lot. I think like it's super normal for a woman to say, like I said, you know, I was paying for all this stuff and I fucking hated it. But like, I don't think that is necessarily about. Talked about as much in society where men are like, okay, like I make just as much as she does. Why do I have to carry well, the bills all the time? That's weird to me.
1: Like, I, and again, like I'm, I think we all can tell I'm a feminist, but like I. Don't think a guy should have to like spend all his hard-earned money on a woman, and like unless they both want that life, unless it's they want this traditional gender roles and the plan is that like she's just doesn't need to have this super career because she's going to raise the kids, and like that's fine if both people want that, they're both aligned, that's cool. Or the guy's like, no, 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 I like to pay for everything because she cooks and cleans the apartment and this type of thing. And it, it just both people have to be on the same page about it. But like, I think it's so crazy that
0: women just like expect men to just like pay for all their shit. Right. Especially, especially if you make comparable amounts of money. Ex- oh my God. That's like, wild to me. That's so crazy to me. And it's so unfair. And look, every relationship is different. I'm sure that most people have been in relationships where they've talked about money. Most people have a conversation. You, and I think you need if to. If you haven't, I would really advise every person in a relationship to talk about money and don't let this spiral out of control into some crazy thing. Because I have guy friends that have paid for their girlfriends over and over and over again and that have said to me, like, I don't even know how to approach this because, like, she makes just as much. May. This is not fair,
1: right? And we all know I have a lot of opinions on paying for things and not wanting a guy to just sponsor my life and sponsor all of my nights out. Uh, I have some pretty strong rules by Ashley, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I mean, I think we've talked about this a little bit before. I am happy to recap. I do think when it comes to dating, like you're talking about going on dates, like first, second dates. I think a guy should pay for a first date, first place. I've said this before. I'm at the point in my life where if a guy asks me out, we go out for drinks, a tab shows up, what, 60, 70 bucks? You know, that's four drinks in New York City. Whatever. I don't even do the wallet reach. I'm sorry. I don't. I'm just kind of like, you ask me out, it took me a long time to get ready. And, like, I think there's a balance there, too, of... It takes us a lot more effort to get ready. And I know that's beauty standards and all this stuff. That's not also guys like to be looking good for girls, but all it takes is them going to fucking Equinox and like lifting some weights. Like we need to do like the hair, the makeup, the contour and the outfit pick out all these things. And this sounds so cliche, but like that takes time and energy, and time is money. And I think that, like, you ask a girl out, she shows up looking put together, fucking buy the drinks. And this is not the brain. You're like, what are you holding back from? Just fucking say it.
0: I'm thinking about if I should, if somebody should bring their receipts from Sephora to a date just to prove how expensive <laughs> it is to look the way that you look. Every time I walk into Sephora, I buy one eyeshadow palette. I'm bankrupt.
1: Right. That was a funny, we posted this, uh, what is his name? He's on Instagram and Twitter, Sergeant. The Sarge, they call him. We posted one of his memes or his tweets, and he was like, "Yes, guys should always pay for the first date. Do you know how much a trip to Sephora cost, or something like that?" And this is a man. This is like an alpha male that
0: five pieces of makeup is two
1: hundred dollars, right? And you know, you're not buying those for every date, but. I just think there we've talked there's this balance of things. It's like, you know what? I I pay for the drinks if I could just show up in a fucking dirty t-shirt and like <laughs> look amazing, like we just have more to do. Like, and it sucks to go on a date and then you the guy wanted you to go dutch for your two fucking cocktails and you got to go home and take your makeup off and do your skincare routine. No, you're buying those drinks. But you're such a feminist, ass. You really think guys should pay for drinks? Shut up. Okay. So, Michelle Wolf has a special <laughs> called Nice Lady. I love it because clearly Michelle Wolf is a hardcore feminist. But the it, the opening of this special, if you guys ever watch her stand up special, is so funny. And she's going off about feminism and all this stuff. And she's like, But I'm not like a buy your drinks kind of feminist. I <laughs> was like, Randy, you're going to love this. But I will say that I'll just cite a brief example that I went out with a guy. Recently, I talked about it. He was so into me. (laughs) He had a really good time. (laughs) And we went out for nine hours, and... We went for the first drinks. He bought them, rooftop drinks, what, $47 fucking dollars a piece in New York City. Oh, yeah. So, you know, huge tab for us to have a few cocktails. And then we went to dinner, and I was happy to split the dinner. And we went for another round of drinks. I bought the round of drinks. I'm a big believer in when you switch locations and you're able to pick up a tab, you pick up a tab. Or maybe you pick up the Uber, or you do something to show that, like, I don't expect you to sponsor my entire night. And that that's how I operate, and I think that you get into a relationship and... I think you're kind of paying for what you what you what you make. Like I th- I was talking to a good girlfriend, she makes a lot of money and I was asking her about this and her last boyfriend, she was like he probably made like a little bit more than me and if I were to say what we paid for, I pro- it was probably like 60/40 once we were in a relationship, we're taking trips, we're going on dates, we're going to dinner and stuff like that. So my take is always first date, first location Gosh, Ashley, is
0: not, Ashley is not a feminist on the first date. I don't...
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, we're equal now because of what this spent to get ready.
0: <laughs> that, the, it that, depends on what the, the date is, is what you're saying. One date, you go up for a couple cocktails, you sit at a bar... You asked me out. Like You could pay you for a couple me cocktails. Out. Right, like, especially a first date, I think that you, you should... Most men try to do the right thing. They pay for, like, drinks, whatever. But, but an all-night-long yeah. thing like this, especially all if you're long. never going to see the person right. again... Like, now that guy's $300 in the hole, and I'm not going out with him again. And, right. But, he should have just bought a prostitute for that kind of money. That's crazy. That, yeah, but my- <laughs> they would have gotten laid. <laughs> <laughs> and look, there's a million scenarios that can come up. First dates are different than long-term relationships. There's, there's relationships where one person really does make five times more than well, the other person. And then it's unfair. It's like, well, you make so much money, so- you should pay. Right, if you want to fly stuff. private and like get box seats at yeah. a sporting event, then you pay. Right. But I also think there's some professions that are naturally going to make a lot less money than other people. Teachers. A female teacher is never going to make as much money as like, I don't know, a lot of other professions. And well, so and, like you shouldn't be punished for having a job that makes less money. Well, and I'll just I'll say this, that my mom is a teacher and let's
1: just talk about the like the the family here. My dad obviously made a lot more money than my mom. My dad had a successful business, but had to have a wife that's a teacher is the dream you get the best benefits and then my mom is like home with us with over the summers I mean to have a we were so lucky to have a teacher as a mom and so I think that like that trade-off is like of course my dad's making so much more money but like oh my gosh like my mom has like is able to raise us in the best way because we have the same schedule and like the benefits are like I mean definitely like I think that's kind of my brother wants that life he's like I just want to have what we have you know I'm fine to make a lot more money but
0: like you marry a teacher, that is, like, the way to go. <laughs> That's the goal, teacher. And the yeah, the benefit. But also, like, when you have kids, again, we talk about, like who, like, who contributes what in a relationship. Like, I'm talking about before you are married, before you have children, like, you right, are true. both making yes. the same amount of money. You both need to contribute.
1: Oh, my God. I can't even imagine otherwise. Like, again, I think it's – if I just dated some guy – I've never done this – that made, like, so much money, like – yeah, I, I think I would expect him to pay for more because it just means less to him. Like, kind of the same with me. Like, I, sometimes I have friends, and I know that they make less than me, and like, I like to pay. Like, it's kind of like, why should you have to like struggle? Like, the money means less to me and to you because I make a lot more. Or if you're the kind and of you, person, I care that about somebody. somebody. If you're the
0: kind of person that makes a ton of money but don't want to be taken advantage of, then don't do things the other person can't afford. You know, like right. do a cheaper thing. Right. Yeah. Okay. What about somebody who makes a lot of money but they're super cheap?
1: I oh, would never. I cheap. I can't deal with cheap. And like that, if there's one flaw that um one of my my main acts that like I talk about the thing that we fought about was me trying to get him to spend less. Like I'd be like, stop doing this. Like I remember we went out one time for
0: dinner, and this he was, is a great story. We got, by the way,
1: we got a we got a fucking fight. I mean, we fought all the time. Like <laughs> we went out to dinner, and the dinner was it was comped because you know we get shit for free, and we went to like have a cheap night out. Nice dinner, but it was free. And, like, I remember he just wanted to tip $69 to be funny. <laughs> I'm laughing because it is fucking funny, but I was like, stop. Like, the whole point was to, like, save money tonight. Like, w- w- tip whatever, 30 or $40, like, normal, like you would. And he was like, no, I just want to leave 69 And I'm
0: like, it was a fight because I was like, you need to save more. And But, like – But I think that that's I sh- a really interesting story because, like – the fight that ensued because you, who made more money, were t- was telling him, Hey, like, you were coming from a good place. Yeah. I don't want you to spend $70. I don't want you. Yeah, it's like, crazy. It's throwing, it's like lighting money on fire. And again, but like, and he looks I, at you and is like, Fuck you. And, like, and uh, you know? this is somebody
1: that, you know, worked in the service industry, so wanted to tip big, which I find very attractive. You don't want a bad tip or, like, no. but, his mindset, I would take over a cheap guy any day. Like, in my other kind of main series X, like, was I mean, I would say cheap. And I've I mean, I've dated a couple other guys, eh, a few that are like cheap. And like, it's so disgusting. Nothing makes your vagina dry up faster. I mean, it is just like, I will take the spendier guy any day. And I'm not saying that it's going to work out because I don't want somebody that's just like lighting money on fire. But like, a million percent. No, no, no penny pinchers. No, like, no, no bad tippers. Like, no, go fuck yourself.
0: I don't know. I'm sort of, like, in the middle about this. Like, it depends on why you're being cheap. Are you being cheap because, like, if you're staying within your means because you're saving for something or, like, a house, yeah. whatever, like, you live in New York City, you're saving up for, like, an avocado toast, something <laughs> like that. $23 eat breakfast in New York.
1: Millennials can't afford houses because
0: the avocado toast. Remember that fucking article. Yeah, that's true. That's why we um, read, because we love our avocados. If he's being cheap because, like, he wants the nitro cold brew as opposed to, like, the regular iced coffee, then, like, I get it. But, like, I think the moral of all these stories is make sure you're aligned with your partner. And make sure that you have the same lifestyle and want the same lifestyle. And, like, maybe money isn't a huge factor in that case. But, like, talk to your partner about this. And, like, I think everybody should feel licensed to do what they want. If somebody doesn't make a lot of money and you don't like that and that sucks, then walk away from the relationship and own that. And if you want to stay with somebody and be the person that makes way more money and you're comfortable with that, then great. Good for you. Like, I think that it's like 2018, do whatever
1: you want. Yeah. I I mean, obviously we're totally in agreement on this. And I think that, you know, a lot of times I hate to even be cliche. A lot of it comes down to like really assessing what you want and like also communicating with your partner. And I'll say that money is very difficult for some people to tackle in a relationship. And, if that is something you guys cannot really figure out, like, that is sometimes to bring in a third party. You know, like, that's where I, I'm i not against, like, ever seeing, like, a therapist or anything like that. And, like, sometimes when situations are literally so impossible for you to kind of talk about, like, sometimes that is time to, like, have a mediator.
0: I mean, if you're going to get a mediator for anything, I think money is fine. I I mean, it's, yeah, it's like, I kind of do. It's not an easy thing to talk about. It's why a lot of people get divorced. It causes a lot of problems. And, you know, I... I was so fortunate to actually like see the person I was going to marry. I saw him very recently and you know, we would have been married at this point for three years. And it was this really nice opportunity to sort of like look through the looking glass of what my life would have been with him for the last few years because he's still bartending and he lives with like a couple of roommates and mm -mm. that's his lifestyle. Do you know what I mean? But like, I know, looking back, like, I couldn't have been married to this person for the last three years. I wouldn't have wanted that. And, right. And um, a lot of it is the lifestyle more than the money. Like, I, I don't care if you want to be a bartender, be a fucking bartender. But, like, I probably couldn't be with somebody that was coming home at three, four o'clock in the morning right. all the time that didn't know what their paycheck was going to look like and we couldn't plan for the future and things like that. And for me, it was probably more lifestyle than specifically money. But... Um, I'll own it and just say, like, I wouldn't have been happy and I wouldn't have liked it and I probably would be divorced by the you know by my 30s and I wouldn't have had children with that person and I would have been terrified all the time about what he was going to do to me. Right. And I think on the flip side, don't get so caught up in, like,
1: does this person make this certain number? Like, I don't know. Are they providing value in, like, other ways? Is, do they really love you? Like, you don't to be rich. A lot of women just want a rich guy. It's like, I mean access what you really want. You don't you don't want to you also don't want to wake up and and be in your mid 30s and be like, "Oh my gosh, I threw all these guys away because they didn't make 500k," you know.
0: 100%. Money is never going to make you happy. Like, I think exactly. that that's a great point. Is like, you know, <laughs> I would say the person I've been the most attracted to in like a long time is somebody who like actually probably doesn't make money, but I respect what he does, and I think he's funny and smart and interesting, and yeah. um that's a personal decision to be with somebody that doesn't make as much as you, but like That you respect and adds value.
1: And I mean, there's that, you know, is this person motivated or not? Like, that's like, I would rather date a guy that's making less, doing stuff that he's passionate about, motivated than some trust fund lazy ass. I don't know that I would vibe with somebody like that because I didn't grow up like that. I mean, it it can happen, but yeah, I I didn't either. Neither of us, you can't have picked up on it, right? Neither of us grew up with like, you know, Trust funds, silver spoons. Yeah, like my uh,
0: parents are so rude. She like had like regular ass jobs, like regular ass people. <laughs> fucking be, the like, mom was a teacher. What the fuck, mom, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we the best summers
1: ever because you were home with us. I don't care.
0: <laughs> my parents like could take me to baseball games and like. I wish <laughs> I had not nanny. I wish my mom didn't get to raise me. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that I had like a house in Val and a private jet. Yeah, my parents are so rude for like regular jobs. Fuck having
1: stable parents that love you. Fucking you, mom. <laughs>
0: Anyways. <laughs> um, uh, the moral of the story is I would just say own what you want, be honest with your partner. And if you are honestly scared to have those conversations, bring in a media. There's no there's no shame in that. Right, Lots of exactly. people do. Yeah. Um, Ash, I'm proud of you. Just keep killing it. I am. <laughs> did this little come, boss? Did lady. this come
1: off as very like <laughs> I'm the man? <laughs> no, I, I don't think so. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you, too. Sister.
0: Okay, um, let end the love fest. Did we do this topic justice? I think so. I'm I've, looking at my notes. I think I covered everything that I thought about. I just feel like there's so many things to be said. And I would love to do this conversation with, with a guy also and just yeah. hear like a man's point of view. But like, I think that like this is such an exciting, interesting topic and an exciting time in like 2018 to like be alive and dating. So I hope that you guys feel good about the topic. Also, do you want to wrap up with like a silly fun game? Did you Did you do any? I did. For we're gonna do a little fuck Mary kill. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: So we're gonna keep it quick. We're on a time schedule I like, today. Well, I know I was like I always like when we have like a super serious topic to like lighten this shit up. So yeah. We're gonna do fuck Mary kill. Do you want to kick it off with one of yours? Yep. Okay. Wow. Okay. I'm so excited about this one.
1: Fuck Mary Kill, Shep, Dale Moss, Jared Fried. <laughs> I'm laughing cuz I had the same one. No, you did not. Yes, I did. You did yes. not use our former guest. Yes,
0: I did. So, you Of course. Are those the three you chose? I added I subbed in one person. Crispy? No. Okay, you got to answer this. Broken Dick Ross. Why oh my God! Are duh. You not I'm in this? Sorry.
1: Okay, so hopefully you guys have heard all these former episodes. Okay, you got to answer
0: this though. I went. I did Shep, Dale, Jared. Okay, Shep, Dale, Jared. Okay, I always use my process of elimination because it's just like who do I want to marry and who do I want to fuck, and I just I kill the last person. It's funny because you usually base it on money, and that's what the episode is about. <laughs> okay, I think that Dale is the nicest guy of all of those guys and hottest. So I'm obviously going to marry him. Oh, you're going to marry Dale. Okay. I'm going to marry Dale. Well, but what if um, I want to marry Dale? <laughs> back off my man, bitch. Um, and then you get to have sex with him. Like, that's that's the caveat. No, like, we decided not. We, I can't fuck You him. can't. No, it's can I lick marry
1: and have a great intimate relationship, but you're not fucking can someone I blow else. him? Oral sex count?
0: Or you're going to upset thinking I'm about me blowing a- Dale. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm>
1: getting jealous.
0: <laughs> okay, fine. No, but I will I think I'm marry Dale as long as I can, like, lick his abs every once in a while. I'm gonna fuck Shep. I'm okay, very yes. attracted to Shep. Whew. Ew, you I are. <laughs> I just am. Yeah, Every, everybody me, hated that episode. Give me a six foot four guy. I was in. Okay, you're hair. gonna fuck Shep. You're gonna kill Jared. I'm gonna kill Jared. I mean, I love Sorry, him, Jared. Jared, <laughs> Jared might actually hear this. I love Jared. I think he's fucking so funny. But, like, I don't know. He can also, like, tell some jokes while I'm killing him. You know I want to fuck Jared because he is, like,
1: such a loud, huge talker. I'm like, is he like that in the bedroom? I just want to find out.
0: We asked a friend of ours who had slept with Jared what it was like yesterday. (laughs) Okay, you go. You go. (laughs) I'm going to throw this back on you. Previous guest edition. Yes. Crispy Ross Jeremy. Totally different people. We crushed this. I know. Crispy, Ross, and Jeremy.
1: Oh my God. I've slept <sighs> with one of these people. Okay. So do you want to know marry, like, how it was? Yeah. I'm not going to say which one. I'm going to marry Jeremy. Oh, my little angel. Because he's like, would be a good companion. I just love him. I love hanging out with him. He's I like my spending best time friend. with him. I love him. Yeah. Marry Jeremy for sure. Um, I, I'm not fucking Ross's broken dick. I'm not doing <laughs> it. So I'll fuck Crispy. I'll kill Ross, whatever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right let's do it i hope other
1: people think this is as funny as i do if they've listened they do so if you guys haven't sorry that's on you
0: oh all poor right Ross. should we just do, like one more each dick. um yeah okay god how do all right. i choose i'm gonna do sex addict edition uh, tiger woods uh, this is so good charlie sheen <laughs> david Duchovny. oh my god David Duchovny, is he an actual sex actor or yeah. just on Sex in the City? No, no, no. He actually, like, went to, um, he like, he was actually, like, hospitalized for sex addiction. Okay. K- Kill Charlie Sheen right off the bat. Like, he, I just am so. I you're going to get some diseases from him, I think too. he's so gross.
1: De- this is so easy. Definitely going to fuck Tiger Woods. I just want to see what that's about. You love black men so much. Blasian. <laughs> Is he Asian?
0: because yes,
1: black people have big dicks and Asian people have small dicks. I'm really trying to see what's going on down there. <laughs> okay. And then Mary.
0: <laughs> is that offensive? It's true. I know the stats. Everything that comes out of our mouth, I'm like, is that – I literally just yelled, you like black dudes. <laughs> that is not offensive. That's it's the not truth. not offensive if it's the truth.
1: And who, who am I marrying again? Uh, David Duchovny. Love him. He just looks like a little okay. angel. I love that you did sex out of and I did guy? murderer edition. <laughs> <laughs> O.J. Simpson. I can't fucking Ted Bundy, he's hot, or Jordan Vandersloot.
0: I'm laughing. He fucking died. All of them, because they could be like, I murdered that pussy. <laughs> The pussy up. Oh my god, you have to answer. OJ Ted or Jordan Vandersloot? Okay, first of all, Fact I was very kill. I was googling Ted Bundy while I was getting a manicure the other day, and I think that I like really scared the manicurist because I was so deep into Ted Bundy Wikipedia. you're deep, you, you'll go deep. <laughs> I'm sweating so bad. Oh my god, okay. Um, I don't know who Jordan Vandersloot is, he's pretty cute. <laughs> know who you're fucking I'm so, so fucked up. <laughs> okay I have okay. to get rid of OJ Simpson because I feel like Ashley would just be so jealous I, I need to be my dad so I can like be a Kardashian what people say he's court he's
1: Chloe's dad <laughs> that's the joke okay let's wrap this up
0: <laughs> okay I really do want to have sex with a serial killer so I'm fucking Ted Bundy you're fucking Ted Bundy for sure. killing OJ, You'll, you're not going to marry Jordan Vandersloot. Who do you think makes the most money? OJ, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Marry OJ. Oh, I'm marrying OJ. I'm fucking Ted Bundy because I just I want to have sex with a serial killer. And I'll kill Jordan Vandersloot. Okay. <laughs> Whew, okay. I'm um, the hottest I've ever been in my whole life. This was a doozy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that I did sex addict edition. You did murder edition. <laughs> All right, guys, Listen, we're sorry to all of our guests that we talked about having sex with and murdering. I'm sorry I admitted that I slept with one of our <laughs> guests, but you'll never know which one. You'll never know. Um, oh okay, man. guys,
1: thank you so much for tuning in <laughs> to the Money Edition. If you want to
0: Venmo us, feel free. After oh we're God. both like, we make so much money. If, um, I'll always take more money, though. Oh, if take- every one of our guests could Venmo us, I'll always take your money. A dollar today. Raina Greenberg. Raina Greenberg <laughs> and Ashley Hesseltine on, on uh, Venmo. Okay. Anyways, um, thank you guys so much. We were so excited about this episode. Thank you for tuning in. You can follow us on Instagram at Girls Gotta Eat Podcast. That's all that I do, just the Instagram account.
1: We have Facebook. We have a Twitter. We don't have a Snapchat, but Randy goes in there to use the filters sometimes. Oh, like you, like everybody on earth doesn't. I mean, yeah, I'm never without a filter. People are like, what do you do for your skin? I'm like, a filter.
0: Right. Like, what? It's okay. six filters on seven uh, different apps. What do you mean? Like, I don't look like, people meet me. I'm actually 700 pounds. You just don't know. Oh, you. Do, that's a real skinny filter. Um, okay, guys subscribe,
1: rate, review. We love reading your reviews. Keep putting us in your Instagram stories. Keep having group text about us. We love it. It really builds our ego up. And um Oh,
0: shout out to um a, a girl that I met yesterday. They have. They were going to do a book club. I know. They decided reading books was too difficult. <laughs> they segued to a content club where they were going to read one article per week. Changed their minds, and now it is a girls got to eat podcast, podcast club. I can't even. I So just, shout I just out came. to these girls.
1: <laughs> Love you. Thank you so much. So everybody, do that, and <laughs> we will see you next week. Thanks, guys. Bye. Have a great
0: week.